Oh my goodness. <laughs> this is the Comic Vine Podcast for the week of May 11th, 2012. I can't believe that it is over a week into May already. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. It is 11 days into May. Thank you for, for that. Um, so no Corey today, no James today. It's no norm. Lo- it's, it's no norm. No one. No one. It's a lonely podcast. Mm-hmm. Just with you and I. Yep. And I didn't read as many comics as I wanted to. There were a You lot. are Sarah Lima for those new people listening. Oh, that's I'm right. Tony Guerrero for those that's new right. people listening. Sorry about that. Forgot my Just usual introduction. In case people want to know. That's true. Tony's the uh, editor-in-chief of Comic Vine, in case you guys don't know. No one cares. They care. Great interview, by the way, that uh, that it, you did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Digital interview. Mm-hmm. You guys should definitely check that out if you haven't already. It's on our news page. But the future of digital comics. That's right. It's interesting. Um, I, I wasn't sure how to answer because I asked one. Okay. I, we, I was going to bring this up later. But mm-hmm. it's like they recently put out the – Marvel put out the announcement that mm-hmm. you know they, they do the free digital comics with some comics. Right. And now they're saying all three ninety nine comics will have a free digital download. Mm-hmm. Cool. Because as we know, DC – charges an extra dollar so if the comic's 2.99 you have to pay 3.99 if it's 3.99 you have to pay 4.99 to get a a digital comic as well so that kind of sucks um so marvel's saying we're going to do this with all 3.99 comics so i'm kind of wondering i I don't know what what thought comes to your head when i'm i'm hearing this i'm like we're going to start seeing more 3.99 comics that's what i think because then they can say yeah we're raising the price but you're getting this this extra stuff which is Kind of cool for some, and you know, I, I've used some of the, the digital downloads. I haven't used them all, and I asked them about that because you know, there a lot of the stuff is is about you know market share and dollar shares and this and that. You know, some people get all over that and look at it every month, and I look at it like maybe every. I, I look. I try to look at it every month. So my question and what I asked them, and I'm surprised that they didn't get all nervous or because I talked to them on the phone. So this mm-hmm. was like a phone interview, which you can really gauge. You know, there's a couple times where there's little pauses and, you know, and two people talking and figuring out what their official answer is going to be. But mm-hmm. so I was like, if, if, you know, there's concern about dollar shares now by raising the prices, doesn't that mean the dollar share is going to increase because, you know, provided they're still selling them. But then, so I asked them, I was like, well, how do you gauge which ones to raise? Because if you just raise everything, people are going to get pissed and they're like, well, I'm not going to buy all these or I have to limit. So it could kind of balance out or end up working against them where people are going to be buying less and maybe they're not making as much dollars or whatever. Sure. And then their, their response is something about the content and gauging this and that. And one of those, you know, replies. But, um, yeah, I mean, if you're interested in that, it, then you guys should definitely check out Tony's, Tony's article. I know that, um, comic sales have gone up 15% since last year, Yeah, this and- time last year. The other interesting thing about that interview mm-hmm. is, so Avengers versus X Men is a huge hit for them, mm-hmm. and you know they didn't they didn't reveal to you uh, they didn't, sales they didn't give numbers no, and and that that's the other tricky thing is is how you report that because that doesn't go into the the the, the monthly sales because all that is figured out through Diamond you know they they can put those numbers out there the digital things aren't Diamond has no access to that. Because like one of the questions I, I said, okay, if, if we're seeing more digital sales, like digital only, you know, they're seeing a lot more people that are just buying the comics digitally along with all the print. So it's not like people are necessarily giving up print, but they're getting more people reading, which is great. So 
my question was, you know, like X23, the book got canceled. You know, other, a bunch of books got canceled recently. If, if there's some magic number where they say if sales go below 20,000 or whatever, you know, what if the printed sales are like 18,000, but the digital sales are 10,000? So I asked him, I was like, well, digital sales, could that save a comic? And their response was not yet. Like that they're not able to do that yet. So I don't know if, if, they're, if it's just really tricky to get those maybe, numbers. Maybe they can't distinguish between uh, what is like a, a sale and what is, what is downloaded. Well, they, they can track that. Hmm. But and they, they said maybe like in a year or two, they, that would start being a factor. So I don't know, mm-hmm. know, really know the specific answer why. But one of the questions was, is, is the redemption rate. So if like Avengers vs. X-Men number one, two, three, whatever, it has the, the free code. They said they're seeing about like a, a three to eight, or no, maybe it was like close to 10% redemption rate. So that means everyone that's buying the printed comic is not redeeming the code. They can track that because each code is unique. So I guess they can see that. Mm-hmm. But the curious thing is they said with like DVDs, there's like a super low redemption. Because, you know, a lot of DVDs, you get the free digital copy as well. And there's, a, they said that that's like maybe like like a 3% redemption rate. People aren't really doing it because it's 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 so friggin' hard to try to download a, a DVD. I've never tried doing it. I mean, I've always been tempted. But so I, I guess it's good that even though not everyone is doing it, but I guess. Enough people are. Yeah. And uh, the, other, the other curious thing, what I meant to bring up earlier is, so Avengers vs. X-Men is doing so well, yet on our community, people are like not really liking it so much. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's, there's a lot of like negative. That's not a surprise. But what, what they're saying is, so the first sales were incredible. And they had a lot of digital Over sales. Over 200,000. And, and, and then on top of that, they had a lot of digital only sales. So they were like very happy about that. Issue two has higher sales than issue one. Issue three has higher sales. Than two. So each issue, because they're up to issue four, they can look at the whatever the, the numbers. They're saying each issue is the, the sales are growing. And usually That's it's, they, they said usually it's the opposite. You get yeah. these high orders and, and then, then it trickles down. And you see a down. massive drop. But they said it's not. So people are getting into the, the, the series, even though, at least on Comic Vine, people are like, eh. I'm not crazy about Avengers versus X-Men. I'm waiting for something to happen. But they, they put out the teaser this week for... Um, no more Avengers. No more Avengers, and, and Hickman's going to be taking over. I that's, mean, nothing against Jason great. Aaron, but I think there's also going to be, I forget who's doing the art, because it's not going to be Ramita Jr. Um, honestly, I think, for whatever reason, I, I really like Jason Aaron on Wolverine and the X-Men, mm-hmm. but I don't really like I think it's it's too... Avengers com- versus X-Men. There's too stuff. much going on, I think. Yeah. And it, so I, I would, I don't... And I'm not saying you are, but I don't think you can put the blame all on him. Because no. obviously he's not the only writer. They're all writing this. And I'm assuming he's just kind of scripting and guiding whatever is happening. But mm-hmm. but yeah, it's it's. I, I think his hands are kind of tied and he has to deal with what – or he has to work with what he has to work with. So mm-hmm. I, I think that's why they're not at the same level. I do have to say that um, I think it was for issue – if it was issue two and then the Wolverine and the X-Men, the corresponding, there was – great continuity there obviously because he wrote them both and then there was yeah, something else yeah that was really great there was another time that it was just it felt so off so um yeah so that's all that that's all. we actually had two exclusive interviews this week there's also one for um ultimate comics like character right. designs they're getting new costumes getting armbands and it's just it's a mess in the ultimate x-men universe that's fantastic yeah the, the latest issue came out this week uh-huh. um 
which we can talk about in a little bit. Yeah. So it's 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 a mess, and and the ultimate and the ultimate too. Things are mess. What's your favorite comic this week? This week? Yeah. Oh, gee. Are we? <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess we. Stupid used it. question. I was going to go into news first for some reason, but yeah, favorite comic of the week would have to be Batman. Oh, you didn't like Deadpool this week? It was all right. As yeah, I I I don't know if I I kind of read that too fast because I'm like trying to figure out what happened. But mm-hmm. so um, Batman, obviously, we it's the the cover that we actually um, premiered or whatever debuted. That's right. The, the Greg Capullo covered with the armored Hulkbuster Batman, mm-hmm. as people call it. Hulkbuster Batman. So, uh, okay. I mean, just what I liked about this, and, and you know, I, I saw some of the comments in the review where some people were like, oh, I didn't really like it so much, or nothing really happened. But, and what I, what I like is, so, so we're seeing Batman with this armor, and he's fighting in a way that he doesn't normally fight. So it, it's, we've seen Batman fight thousands of times. I mean, there's so many Batman issues out there. The, so the fact that he... I mean, he's still recovering from his battle, mm-hmm. so he's using this armor. It's, it's he's you know the odds are against him, and you know, using the Batcave. And I don't want to say too much. No, don't say anymore. So I mean, it was good. And then there is one scene that you got a little sad. That was really upsetting to me because I really liked. Mm-hmm. That. Mm-hmm. I won't say anymore. Um. That that didn't make you upset. It's that it's unfortunate. Me a mad at Scott. I was I was kind of annoyed at Scott for that. Really? Yeah, because I just I really liked. Yeah, I mean there there's there's investment there, um, and then Can it's I like say something just a little unrelated. Sure. Uh, so after reading the Batgirl Court of Owls that came out this week too, mm-hmm. <laughs> I kind of couldn't believe that Gail Simone wrote it. How come? Because it wasn't bad. Yeah, someone, I think it was last week, or maybe it was next. I, 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 I dropped her. I stopped reading Batgirl. Yeah, someone asked me what I thought of, of Batgirl. I can't remember mm-hmm. if it was a podcast question or if it was a video question. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what do you think of Batgirl? Because that's, that's my, 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 one of my favorites. I'm like. I wonder uh, if some people uh, don't read other books. I don't know. And so they don't really know how to, or they, they are not really able to gauge or maybe you know? they didn't read a lot of because Gail has written Barbara Great Gordon stuff. and she's written Barbara Gordon really well mm-hmm. in the past. And yeah, her hands may be tied a little bit that she has to write Barbara Gordon back as Batgirl and in, in this situation, this setting. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just it's not compelling. No. I mean, it's it's not it doesn't seem like what she usually does because mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, she's a good writer. Yeah. And. and it's just it's not grabbing my my interest like like the past that 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 one person that was hypnotizing everyone that was mm-hmm. putting him under spell and then then Bruce Wayne got and there, you know he was under the spell kind of and he was fighting Batgirl and she was trying not to hurt him and but it's just like I don't. that would that's when it started to go downhill for me that's kind of when I stopped that girl that had different color mm-hmm. hair yeah like green and, and pink she had the brain surgery that spoilers know. yeah. I th- I think I like the mirror. Yeah, see, mirror. even even that started out okay, but then it's just it's just yeah. I I think maybe the other thing is is um she's not really using any familiar. I mean, she's she's making new new villains, mm-hmm. and I'm sure there. I'm assuming that there's like some editorial thing is like let's let's start new. Let's you know because you don't want to just rely on let's bring the Joker and let's do this because you you don't want to just fall back on that. So you're you're exploring this new 
DC universe and this new situation she's in. But I guess maybe it's, it's harder to get into a comic when it's not a villain that you, you already have a fondness for. Although the talents is that they're brand new and I, you know, I loved it from the beginning. I think that, uh, I was, I was kind of surprised because this was, this is more powerful. I think this latest book was more powerful, but, um, I don't know. It just felt different. Something was different for me. I, I do do think it was a little cheesy that the Talon was a female. I mean, it was great to see. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I did like the, the backstory. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talked about, it. I think there's a female one in all-star Western. Western. It looks like one, but, and, and, and I don't know. And in the back, I mean, the backstory of this Talon was, was interesting, but I'm, I'm trying to fit like the purpose. It's like, why do we care about that backstory? It had this, because you know the talents are essentially brainwashed or programmed, so it's like yeah, this it was strange to me to see, and I, you know, where I'm going to go with this. I think um, I don't want to the, completely the talent, spoil it. The talent uses the tactics that were used against her. Well, I thought that was kind of weird. I mean, I think that she had, uh, I guess, cognitive thought. The idea that she could think for herself for that moment yeah. was a little bizarre considering. Well, I guess that's thing is how, how brainwashed are they? You well, know, that's know. like, that's something, you know, that would be, it would be interesting to see. Yeah. But, uh, all other talents I think have been just like minions. Um, you know, if she has the strength to, to make a decision like that. So I, they might be kind of changing that a little then because in Batman and Robin, the talent here is going after some like army guy and there is a connection. He had a connection. So he wanted this particular target. So there's some thought there. I don't know. I think, I think it would be better if there weren't any, if there wasn't any thought. Like if they're if if they were simply like soldiers of the court of owls, because uh, what is their motivation? You can't think that they're entirely bad. Well, I mean, if if, if they're brought up that way, I mean, if, if yeah. they are brought in young, mm-hmm. and then they're just whether they are brainwashed or trained or or so immersed into this is what you're doing, this is your purpose, this this is who you are then they could just have it into their head. They're like, this is my, my purpose. This is who I am. I'm, you know, this, this tool, this weapon mm. of the court of owls. So I'm going to, I live to serve them. Mm-hmm. Which would, but that's the reason why it makes less sense to me. You know, if they live to serve court of owls, then, then why would they make, sorry, why would they make decisions on their own? It's very, it's very like, I, I think that that's, that's, just me overthinking it and no, no i mean it's it's a good point but also in that situation when she made that choice to do or not to do that at, thing at, at, at that part <clears throat> she doing it wouldn't have helped her her mission i mean she had a target she was supposed to go after whoever's you know who she had targeted so doing that other thing wasn't part of her mission so that's why she was able to like i'll you know I'll not do this. So I don't know. Um, so there is also a backup in Batman going back to there with Jarvis Pennyworth. 
Mm-hmm. So this, to me, was extremely. I, I love this. I mean, it's it's Raphael Albuquerque does the art. Um, what what's amazing here? So we we see this flashback with young Master Wayne and mm-hmm. Thomas and Martha. Because my my whole thing was, how does where does Alf, when did Alfred come into the picture? Mm-hmm. Because originally, Alfred comes in like well after like Dick Grayson's already living with Bruce. And, you know, he comes from it and they're like, who are you? He's like, I'm, you know, whatever. I'm Alfred Pennyworth and I'm going to be your butler, whether you like it or not. And, and that was when you had the, the chubbier Alfred who was a little more bumbling. And so my question then was, who the heck raised Bruce all that time? And, you know, because we, we never really saw it back then. It's like, you know, his parents died. Because in, in the early, in the golden age, you didn't even see like funerals. Just like page one, here's the origin. Which I don't even know if it was in the first issue or not. And so it's just like who 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 raised you know we we need to see more of that and and then later I guess it was that Alfred was always there so it's like you know, we got these conflicting stories based on Golden Age Silver Age and retcons and this and that mm-hmm. so it I, I'm curious to see you know when did Alfred come in I think it's cool that Scott is dealing with this because it's it's like he's sort of setting the he's just the, the he's setting it all straight. Yeah. Putting on a record because you know, there's so many conflicting it, things. Exactly. And I, I really appreciate that he's doing that. I have to say that the talents are the most threatening, not because that there's there's more of them, but because of the way Scott has been writing Batman. They're more threatening in Batman than in any other series. So You mean the read, tie-ins? Yeah. So to read Bat, Batman and read the talents in Batman, to me, it's... They they are like a force to be reckoned with because they're giving Batman such a hard time, and you know how Batman is the best, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, and for them to go through that suit, that was crazy. Yeah, which is why when I when I look at the other talents and when I read stories like the one in Batgirl, it was good, but it just seems like another villain. To yeah, because they're supposed to have enhanced strength. There's no way that there's no way that she could go up against. I think. I just like I I'm sorry. I've been reading Gail's Batgirl and I feel like she is so weak and it's not interesting. It's just not interesting. What I didn't like about Batgirl, she's like she moves like Nightwing. It's like That was really stupid. I mean, yeah. I mean there's a reason, but it's like really It was stupid. Yeah. Um what we should talk about is last Saturday was free comic book day. Oh, I didn't even get that. And this has been sitting at my desk. For a while. So uh, the DC free comic book day issue came out and it's all about Pandora. So uh, I, I posted one of those spoiler articles on, was it Tuesday? I think I forget when. So um, if, if you did not get a chance to pick up the free new 52 DC book, you're going to want to check that out because there's some, some information about Pandora and the, the, the Trinity of sin and some backgrounds and a couple other people, so they're they're changing. I mean, they're they're starting to set things out, and then where it ends, and I'm not going to spoil it here, but we we see something about the near future. So we're we're getting a little little clue about what's what's coming up. So there's there's some some big big things. Four page happen. spread. Yeah. So it, it's a it's a cool cool issue. Um, 
far as other free comic books stuff, um, I got those. The Archaea book. Archaea, that that was amazing. Um, I'm trying to think of the other stuff. I mean, there's, it's just random. I don't think anything else really extremely blew me away from what I recall. So, but definitely, if you can get a hold of that DC book. Uh, how about Wolverine and the X-Men number 10? This was great. Um, so, uh, this sort of, I guess you should read this after you read, um, X-Force. Yeah. After you read X-Force. Yeah. Um, is it X-Force? This one, yeah, my brain where, is all muddled. Or is it before? I mean, this is so in X Force, the the school is brought up. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, um, I don't remember. My my brain is all messed up today, Tony. I'm so tired. Uh, Wolverine and the X Men was really good this week. Cyclops uh, shows up and and he finally talks to Wolverine. Like they finally talk. Now, Cyclops has been the biggest jerk ever since the start of Avengers versus X-Men. But here you have, you know, he's, he's talking about the reasons behind what he's doing and, you know, trying to convince um, uh, Logan to join him and to get on his side to, so they can work together because they are the same species. Mm-hmm. You know, they're essentially, they want, they want very different things, but their goal is ultimately the same. And see, that's where I don't agree with, with Cyclops because his whole thing is okay now the avengers are, are saying phoenix is coming phoenix the phoenix force is coming for hope they need to have her contained so they can deal with with all this and cyclops whole thing is like well the phoenix force is going to be the salvation for for the mutants which you like i i find that hard to believe that he would think that way because of what happened with yeah, Gene. and it, it's a force of destruction i mean I, as it's coming it's wiping out entire you know galaxies or or star solar systems or whatever so it's it's weird that he i mean that the 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 potential the power may be there to mm-hmm. do something but it just seems weird that uh, i don't know um what i did also like here that that um Rachel Summers cuz that that's the thing that you is isn't really talked about a lot is she she, she had the phoenix she, she control i don't think she had it full fledged cuz when she came into um there's this because she's from an alternate alter, future alternate reality from the days of future past, and she she came here, and I, I remember um, she visited Jean's parents, and they had like this Shi'ar like snow globe thing almost, and I think it had like like part of Jean's essence or something in there. So she was able to take that and kind of tap into the Phoenix Force. So Rachel had some of the Phoenix Force, but. Obviously, there's no way she had the full access to her. I mean, she didn't have all of the Phoenix Force because no, you you can't handle it. No one can handle it. So she did have some of the power, but then I guess it eventually just she was able to away. control it. Is what she the, the, said. the portion that she had. Yeah. So it's it's interesting that if the Phoenix Force is coming looking for a host, why wouldn't it go after Rachel when she's already possessed some of it? You know, she may not have had been like a pure a pure one hundred percent host like Jean was. So it's it's weird that it's gonna go after Hope instead. Yeah. And I, I liked how Rachel actually brings it up about, you know, her using the power and 
But the other thing I don't like um, about Scott is I think it was in X Men. Like it was in maybe it was Uncanny X Men. There's one where after they're attacked, he he had his his PR lady issue out a statement saying all this stuff's like we were attacked and we're being held back, and it's just like it was just so I don't know. You think they're ruining Cyclops? I mean, he, he's you know he's got a point. There is there's something he's got to play that part. Yeah. But it's it's almost like they're because he he made I think it was an issue two of Avengers vs X Men where he made this like speech and it was it was like it's a bit much because mm-hmm. you know yeah you can see you know Hope is under his protection and then you know Cycl- or Captain America comes like we're we're taking Hope so yeah I can kind of see where he would get a little defensive or you know you know you're coming on my home my territory and then you're gonna take one of you know one of my own but. It, I don't think it has to be – it's not like human versus mutant. That's not what it's about. It's no. about the entire planet. And do you – excuse me. Do you think it's uh, – It's. do you think Logan is right to want to kill Hope? Do you think that that would stop the Phoenix Force? No, I don't think – I mean, it, if it if it's not Hope, it's going to be someone else. So, I mean, that's not going to – that that that's, that's, seems kind of silly on, on Wolverine's part. But I don't know. But that other, like, that, that someone else might be... I mean, it could be Rachel, or it could be... Or it could be someone on a different planet. Or it could be Scarlet Witch. Yeah, I mean, why has it got to be Hope? You know, why, why? there's no one else anywhere? That'll be interesting to see if they even go into that. Why is it Hope? And and why does she happen to be a redhead? Is yeah. it because she's, she's, like, in part related to Jean? But she's not directly related, because they, they revealed her parents... Or her, no, her, her grandparents. So, so the idea. So going back to Messiah complex, whatever. You know, there's a big spark. You know, first mutant was born, and the entire like city in Alaska where it happened was was blown away. And then that's when um, the purifiers, I think, they got there first, and they they took hope away when she was a baby. Yeah. Because my whole thing is like, why is this happening to me in Alaska? Because that's where Cyclops' grandparents lived, mm-hmm. in I think Anchorage or outside of Anchorage. Mm-hmm. But then. After second coming and all that, they actually tracked down Hope's grandparents because her parents were killed when the entire town at the hospital was, was, was gone. So no one knew who she was or what her, her parents were. But they found her, her grandparents and pretty sure there's, there's absolutely no connection to Jean because all of um, Jean Grey's relatives were killed by the, the Shi'ar force. They, they killed her grandparents, her sister, her 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 niece and nephews, which I, that really kind of bummed me out. Um, and actually Rachel was like marked. She has this tattoo on her back. I don't know if she still has that, Yeah. but they, they, they marked her because of, she had the, the great, basically this, this group of the Shi'ar, I forgot. I don't know if Lalandra sanctioned it or not, but they, they were going to target. They said that she was a threat because she was related to Jean. You know, anyone of, of the gray family could be a threat. Right. So, but I I just want to know where Scarlet Witch plays into all this because mm-hmm. she was in issue zero. Mm-hmm. She's I a powerful mutant. Seen her, and she's she is on the the variant cover to issue six. So I don't know if that means she's she's coming back. And also, um, which I was going to bring up later, issue six. It, it, when you download, you use a free digital download for issue six. You're also going to get the next Infinite comic, mm-hmm. which um marvel release today that's gonna be about cyclops 
seeing through his eyes. So I wonder if the entire issue is going to be red. <laughs> um, but then going back, so in New Avengers, and now we're kind of jumping around. I think we covered um, over in the X Men. I mean, there's others. There's there's some good stuff between um, Angel and and Kid Omega, Definitely. Or, or, or not Kid Omega. I love the scene where Kid where Kid Apocalypse, Kid Apocalypse, which says, not what they, he does. Um, uh, well, what do you see when you look at me? Yeah, that was that was, that was really, that's great. That was that was a little heartbreaking. I think. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but that that that's an interesting uh like that whole scene and that interaction brings up this this idea of well do you do you really create your own destiny or is it predetermined is he predestined to become apocalypse that's what um that's what i, I believe phantom x that's his whole whole idea so phantom x killed a kid right but he believed and then he cloned him right that if he were to be raised nature versus nurture exactly i want to write about that Mm, go ahead because then there's that one issue where deathlock saw the future we already talked about the Mm -hmm. future and it didn't look too good so and that's you know that's really sad because um i'm actually really i really like that kid i really like that character i think he's sweet so it's it's hard to say, and that was like like the one question that I asked creators, like if you know heroes could go back in time, should they kill a villain? You know, it's like the you know, do you kill baby Hitler? You know, knowing what he's going to be become, and you know, some people said no because there's always a chance that things could go differently. But I don't know. So yeah, I mean, it's it's like, are you do you have to live to what you're destined to do, or mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but going back to Hope and Rachel and Jean. And New Avengers, we're seeing this this great like flashback story with with the Iron Fist stuff, and continuing from the previous issue where there's this girl that she had the visions or the and you know she happens to be a redhead and she Marvel just really likes redheads. The Phoenix Force likes a the redhead. There are a lot of redheads. I mean, there are get, so many redheads in yeah, the Marvel universe. Mary Jane. There are hardly any brunettes. Teresa, um, Cassidy. Um, who else? There's more. So many more. And it's also weird is is when they make their hair is like pure red. No one has hair that is that red. No one has red hair. They have orange hair. Yeah, that's true. But they call them redheads. It's like so when you you try to make Mary Jane in a movie and you get Kristen Dunst and you get kind of like orangish hair. I mean, it, that's not Mary Jane. And there's other problems there too. But what she's. <laughs> She's not I mean, attractive. Mary, well, Mary Jane's supposed to be like like a, a like a supermodel. You know, she's tall. Kristen Dunst is not tall. I, uh, don't think. I think that that's the least of the problems with Kristen Dunst is her height. Because <laughs> yeah. at least you can fake her height. Okay. Deadpool. It's okay, I'll say. It. You, you've you, you've said it before. You you said so. Uh, so not attractive. Deadpool number fifty four. So this is the conclusion to Dead, where he wants oh, to die. Give, give it back. Give it back. So he wants to die. He there is uh, a way to to negate his immune system, and I don't recall if it was like a permanent thing. So, Did, do you like how he's got um, like pictures of like this is where he sleeps? He's got a picture of Mary Jane. One of Electra. is it Mary Jane or I think it might be Teresa? I didn't look carefully. Oh, one is Mary Jane. Let one me see is that. Electra. One is Emma Frost. I'm not sure who that one is. Because he... It is Mary Jane. Mary Jane, yeah. It's that's, that like, that's really weird. famous picture of her. 
Well, that's that. That's like the. Is that Ramirez? Um, nah, it's because I, I think Alex Ross did like or from John Ramita. He did like a like a, a painted version of that. You just hit the jackpot. Um, he had a one bit between but behind his knee. Not sure if that is Gene. That's Emma uh, and Electra and Mary, though. Yeah, yeah, and the other one I I think it might be Gene Gray, but he he has a thing for um Siren, or or Banshee as she's called now, which I don't like that. And he's watching uh some nurse. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. Uh huh. So um that's yeah that's the conclusion. So Deadpool wants to die. So no more Deadpool. But if you read X Force twenty five, there's more Deadpool. Now you really like this issue. Yeah, I had a love hate relationship with that issue. I really like it. Uh, okay, here I'll explain. Can I spoil it? Uh, if you want. Sort of. Okay, so I'm going to spoil X Force, even though people complain that I spoil things. Um, so in the last issue of X Force, issue twenty four, um, Psylocke was like. Yeah, let's let's do this, Phantom X, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's where the issue picks up. After they do it, she's like, "All right, peace out." He goes, "Wait, I really like you," and she's like, "You're just a mirror." Blah blah blah. You, I don't like you. The end. She just wanted to see. I don't believe that, though. I don't believe that. I get that she's mourning. Is uh, a rebound, Angel. I don't think that's what it is because she put so much on the line for him during that other world. Um, mm-hmm. other world. Yeah. Yeah. She, she did so she went out of her way so much to save him that I'm kind of surprised that she would sort of treat him. Well, that I, way. see, I, I think she, I mean, she's obviously torn. She still has feelings for angel for Warren and yeah. you know what she had to do and how basically, where it left off is that, you know, he's just like an empty shell. And then, you know, there was a, the attraction with Phantom X, whatever. And, you know, he likes her and, and maybe she thought maybe this would work. And then when she was with him, then maybe she's, she realized that's not what I want right now. Or it's not what I want ever from and him. I think she's just lying. I think she's just running away from I mean, it. It could be. Yeah. I that's, mean, that's honestly what I think is happening. I don't she think has she, she has guilt. She probably feels yeah, guilty for that and guilty what for is. what she had but to do she, to Warren. Because she wanted it, you know? Like, she wanted to do it. And now she probably feels guilty that it happened. And so she's like, uh, I have to go. Mm-hmm. And he's like, but I care about you, you know? Mm-hmm. And she's like, nope, I'm going to go see my boyfriend who thinks he's a real angel and doesn't know how to wear a shirt mm. and doesn't remember who he is. That is more interesting to me. But then she shows up and then, like, she disappears. Well, she just wanted to see how he's doing. I mean, because she can't, she can't talk to him. She can't go up to him. And, I mean, it would be heartbreaking that mm-hmm. here's, here's this guy that, you know, she felt so much for him and then, you know, went through so much, you know, work all that time trying to save him mm-hmm. from the, the darkness inside of him. Mm-hmm. And then he's not going to have any recollection of anything that happened. So she probably just needed to see him. She felt guilty for trying to move on right and maybe having feelings for phantom x so like clearly we're just speculating what about what's going on with these characters mm-hmm. okay well i 
like I'm not in Rick Remender's head, so I don't know why he decided to to make Psylocke sleep with Phantom X, and then she's like, "Peace," you know. I, I'm I done. think that's, that's that's exactly right. But I think that there are so many ways to sort of break it down that that's what makes it interesting. Mm-hmm. She's not the type of person I think that would do that. Like I've mm-hmm. never seen her act that way. So there, it has to be for a reason. And as much as I didn't like it, because I've been like, please be with Phantom X, because I, I love them together. The, the fact that she acted the way that she did made it interesting. Mm-hmm. So there was that. Then there was also like the the Deadpool Wolverine stuff, which was pretty interesting too. Now I asked you what, uh, why the heck his face looks normal. Um, I thought, it, yeah, because I hadn't read either of those issues. I thought he was using an image inducer. Um, unless I missed something in issue 53, yeah, the this is previous 54. one. Um, so Deadpool, not a spo- whether it's a spoiler or not, he, he loses his healing factor because that, that was his whole point is he wants to lose his healing factor so he can be killed. He wants, wants his powers, whatever, to be negated. So I don't know if that made him look normal or not. He, but then he shows up in this issue, Deadpool 54. Yeah, because he lost his powers before. And then, and you're supposed to read, <clears throat> you're supposed to read fifty five before X Force. I think it's what it 54. said. Yeah, you're supposed to read fifty four before you read X Force. I believe I saw. Yeah, on the first page of X Force, it says this: the Vincenus issue take place after Deadpool fifty four. So I think it 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 almost seems like, and I I, I might might have totally missed it. I think he looks normal now. Which just seems weird because you know he used to use the image inducer all the time. Where he can, I think there's there's a, a few issues where he would make himself look like Tom Cruise, and and people are like, "What are you doing?" And so <laughs> typical Deadpool. Um, so that's <sighs> hmm. yeah. Yes. I mean, I really liked X Force. I know a lot of people didn't like it, but I did. I like where it's going. Um, this chain there's there's going to be a, a a change in the team, right? Some people are leaving. That's what the solicits say. I mean, one they kind of make it obvious here whether I don't think it's, it's not going to happen because the character that says they're leaving isn't shows up in a later issue. But who knows? Actually, a few people kind of like pretty much everyone was leaving. But that was the solicit for which issue? Not this one. Um, I think the next one, the next one, or something. But like. this one, that happens. So which, which? Unless is the, I, I mean, they could have just messed up the solicits, which wouldn't be the first time. Yeah. So I don't know. Okay. Um, we should probably go through some of these quicker. Captain America number eleven. So this is Ed Brubaker still. Mm-hmm. Um, Patrick um, Zerker is the artist now. Which it's so weird because Alan Davis did the previous arc, and I think a lot of people know I love Alan Davis. Um, looking at the comments on this review. A lot of people are, are saying, oh, I'm so glad Alan Davis is off. I couldn't read it. And other people are like, like, oh, it sucks that Alan Davis is gone. So it's it's weird that, that people are like so one side or the other with Alan Davis. I think his art's great. Um, the art here, it's a little grittier. He so did Justice League, right? Alan Davis? He did um, Justice League, The Nail, um, one, the t- two different volumes. He's done a bunch of X-Men stuff. Thinking. He did, um, he did um, X- Avengers Prime. That that oh okay that oh I don't shake your head I love Alan Davis he's great you don't know sir I think it's a generational thing maybe you're too young to appreciate it. probably because that one guy Matt Demers 
he didn't like it either. And I was like, you're crazy. So uh, (laughs) what's going on here is there's villains that are in a witness protection program. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they, whatever, turn in state's evidence or whatever. And, you know, they're trying to live a normal life, but someone is gunning them down. So it's reminiscent of the scourge from the eighties that when this guy dressed in white who would kill these villains and say justice is served. Mm -hmm. But what's interesting here is these villains are, are actually trying to live a normal life. So this is what I wrote about yesterday Mm -hmm. is, you know, they, they're, they, they paid their, their dues or whatever. And they've, they've given up versus before they were still villains. They were lame villains most of the time, but that were being killed. But here, these guys are, are trying to get on track and they're being hunted down. And there's a mystery is like, so who is this person? And then what I thought was was great is these. There's two investigators from Shield. One's Dum Dum Dugan, and the other is this other character who is um, from Captain America's past, which I thought was great to see this character back. I'd love to see more, like a focus on those two characters. Mm-hmm. So it's I really enjoyed that issue. Green Lantern number nine. So this is a Secret of the Indigo Tribe. There's a lot revealed here. This isn't the last issue, but we're finding out a lot about. Like, what's the connection with Abin Sir? Why is his name in the, the oath? So I, I spoiled this issue. I didn't spoil everything when when I did that, but it, um, you definitely need need to check that out. Uh, there's yeah. So you you see a little more about Sinestro from his past. Um, the Guardians are doing crazy things, and I mean there's there's a lot going on here, a lot of setup, and I, I keep saying it that you know this is my favorite Green Lantern title of of the four, and then. New Guardians is good, and then the other ones are. Eh. Uh, Avenging Spider-Man. So this is Spider-Man and She-Hulk. So this was by Kath- Catherine Imonen and Stuart Imonen, and it was it was it was pretty pretty funny. So Spider-Man's teaming up with She-Hulk. She doesn't really, you know, it, it's it's sad because a lot of people don't really want to hang out with Spider-Man like mm-hmm. outside of the mission. So you get a little bit of that, and it's just it's. It's keeping up the tradition where we're seeing, you know, Zeb Wells did somewhere. It's they're kind of kooky adventures, so that this was a good one. And we, we don't see She Hulk often, although she was in Legacy X Men Legacy, which I didn't read. Fairest number three is out with that cover, so more on Sleeping Beauty in there. So if you're reading fables or if you've read deals, you, you got to read that. Um, I have Trio here from IDW. This is a John Byrne issue. Mm-hmm. Somehow I had no idea. I, I, I didn't even know this was coming out. I found out like Tuesday, the day before. So I was like, this is great. And I, I gave this a three. I think I might have been a little harsher because I'm such a big John Byrne fan. And there's there's some of the, the, the typical, you know, where's all the backgrounds at when you're looking at the characters? Uh, it's it's a new universe. We got these these three heroes. We don't know a lot about them. So that was kind of the problem. It's, it's that always the, the first issue problem where you have to set things up and you have to have action. You have to try to find. The, Can I say the, something? Sure. Cover of Ferris, number three. Yes. Adam Hughes could probably like be a makeup artist. Okay. Well, does he does he do the, the colors too? Does he do it all? I think so. I mean, I think he does, but I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Maybe he does do makeup. Her eye makeup is perfect. Hmm. Interesting. So Trio is good. Mm-hmm. It, I, I felt it had some flaws. Uh, mm-hmm. We need to know more about the characters. The one villain, like in the second half, 
I, I'm not crazy about what where it's going. Um, and but the interesting thing is, one of the members gets like majorly injured. So that that's the cool thing about creator-owned books is they can do whatever they want. So mm-hmm. you never know. Ultimate Comics X Men. So I talked about this a little bit. Number eleven. There's bad things happening. Um, not as good. Yeah, I I'd I'd rather see the, the focus on Kitty Pride and Me too. and Iceman and and Me Human too. Torch and and Jimmy Hudson. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's what we're gonna be seeing soon. Uh, yeah, I the Sentinel stuff and the the whatever the stuff that happened at Camp Angel the the revolution and I don't know. And there's too many people getting killed again. So it's like these rogue sentinels are being operated and they're killing humans and mutants. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, we don't need death all the time. Scarlet spider, number five. Now some people really like this. I thought this was just okay. I mean, w- one unfortunate problem is Ryan segments wasn't in this issue because he's moving on to fantastic four. Chris, Yo still writes this and we're, we're still getting that development of Kane where he doesn't really see himself as a, a hero, but mm-hmm. he's gets put in these positions where he has to be a hero. The basic story is there's a, a huge bomb somewhere in Houston and you know, it's, he's the only one around. He needs to try to deal with it. And so it, it's interesting to see him develop where he doesn't want to be a hero, doesn't see himself as a superhero, but because he still has Peter Parker DNA that, you know, some of it, and that's the whole question is, you know, is he, meant to be a hero or not and so we're, we're seeing all that mm-hmm. and the other interesting thing is it was brought up because he's i don't think he's ever really been referred to directly as scarlet spider mm-hmm. and you know he had that huge conflict with ben riley before because i he believed ben was the original and he hated the original so he was like trying to kill him all these years so it's interesting his thoughts on on that i zombie number 25 this is the bummer. Um, is this the last one? This is the last one. This is the last arc. It's And it's actually called The End. So this is part one. So Mike Allred's back on here. And you can really feel that I, I, it's like everyone's coming back to, together and just crazy things happening everywhere. So, I mean, it's going to go out with a bang. And I forget. I think they, they, they kind of knew it was coming, so they were planning it. So mm-hmm. it's not like... I don't know if 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 they had more to tell after this arc, or if it's just like I don't know. But if it, it was if it was time for yeah, them too, it's it's unfortunate. But mm-hmm. um, Wolverine three hundred six. So we got a really cool Chris Somney cover. Um, the the story it's it's all right. So there's all these deaths going on, and they think it's Wolverine because you know, there is there is a witness, and so is Wolverine a killer? So. That's okay. Um, Walking Dead, number 97. Now, someone, I forget who, I'm sorry, says, whenever you bring up The Walking Dead, I always get excited, then you don't talk about it. But part of the problem is because before, like when Norm hit, because Norm, you're like still maybe, I forget. Volume like, two. Yeah, so you're like in the, in the 20s. Mm-hmm. Um, Norm, I don't even know where, where if he's at volume five or something like that. So it's like I can't really talk about things because you guys are, are so behind. behind. I don't spoil things. So basically the story, um, it's sort of spoilers, but not really. So Rick's and, and the other survivors that are still surviving since you guys have read, they, they've been in this community. This guy came up recently. He's like, Hey, I'm part of this bigger community. 
we want to bring you in and part of our network, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, they don't trust him. You know, they're, they're afraid it's going to be another situation like the governor. So they actually go with this guy. There's a huge thing. They, they finally go there to meet the other people. But like throughout all this, it's like you just you have that feeling, you know, something's going to something bad's going to happen. You know, because it can't be a happy ending. But just the fact that we're seeing that there's so many because that that arc was called a bigger world. So we're seeing that there's all these other survivors, which to me is, is almost mind boggling because you know, we, we've gone about you know 90 issues where we haven't seen that many other people. So now there's all these others and and looking at that cover, you know, there's some guy with with a chainsaw, and mm-hmm. so there's going to be some some crazy things happening. Mm-hmm. So it's good stuff. Um, and everyone's thinks like, oh, you know, issue 100 is coming. What's going to happen? Some people are like, is is Rick gonna die? No. I can do it. Robert Kirkman has has killed so many people, so many major characters, likable characters. Um I think <laughs> I think the book could could continue without him. It it would be weird. It would be it'd be horrible, but he could make it happen. And you know, that that's the thing, because he's proved that like no one's safe. So if if he actually did that, that would be pretty pretty gutsy. But hopefully it's not going to happen. Um, Deathstroke number nine. Oh boy, so much controversy. So a little bit of controversy here. Um, oh my goodness. Do you want to even bring it up? No, I'm, I'm not really touching the controversy. Um, basically, Matt reviewed it, and Rob Liefeld wasn't happy with the review. So it's it's out there on Twitter, and you know Rob kept bringing it up, and he was basically rude, insulting. Extremely, and I'm I'm being very nice with the way I'm saying it for some reason. So I mean, and he he just didn't let it go. It's like, and it's just weird because Rob is a nice guy. I mean, every time I've met yeah, him, he's he's, he's the nicest guy more than once. And he gets a lot of hate. It's like okay, it always bothers me when people rip on his art. It's like if you don't like it, that's fine. Um, he's he's successful at you know he's been doing this all this time. So for whatever faults he has. People like it. People are supporting it. You know, he's still in the business for, for a reason. And it's just when, when people just take the easy way out and just say, oh, it sucks. But it's like, no, Matt actually gave a – I thought was a, a great review. You know, he said what he liked, what he didn't like. And, yeah, he brought up that he was a big fan of the previous eight issues that Kyle Higgins was doing. This is totally in a new direction. doesn't even feel like it fits in. That's my, kind of my problem too. Yeah, you shouldn't judge – a current issue based on the, the previous run, but it's but there has there, there has to be there should be some some flow. You should be able to read like if, if all these were collected in the omnibus or something like that. If you're reading issue eight, then you go to issue nine. There should be some some flow, some continuity. It should fit together. This feels like a totally. It's almost like they they rebooted it again, which you can't do that in the new fifty two because that time was in September, unless it's a brand new character. Mm-hmm. So. You know, there's there's problems with with that with where they're going. You know, fine, whatever. If you know, Rob wants to introduce these aliens, these other people. He brought Zlot in from from Wildcats. It just, I don't know. I I thought that there is some problems and confusion. So I I don't know. It's unfortunate because I did like where it was going because it felt like it was grounded in you know somewhat reality. You know, and you didn't have a lot of like I don't know. It's just this is just going in a completely different direction, but I guess we'll see how the sales do it. If people like it or not. Um, the Ultimates number ten. So, talking about I, I think we mentioned it. I don't know if it was on 
on um, here or before that the ultimate universe is just so messed up. And so there's, there's more going on here. I mean, this is just such a big thing. So this is part four of the current arc. So, mm-hmm. um, Sam Humphreys is, it's Jonathan Hickman and Sam Humphreys, but it's, I guess it's leaning more where Sam's doing more of it. Speaking of Sam, um, Higher Earth came out this week. So we ran an interview with him. I meant to read that and I did not read that yet. So that sucks on me. Because mm-hmm. um, issue one came out. Also his um, Fanboys versus Zombie. I didn't realize issue two was out already. Mm-hmm. It came out last week, I think. So I, I yeah. totally missed those. It's like, geez, too many comics. I know, too many. To read. Um, and speaking of, so that's, we got Superboy, Punisher, Captain America, and Hawkeye. I'm not really liking this this arc so much. We got Hulk, X-Men Legacy, Journey into Mystery, Invincible. When's Matt Fraction's Hawkeye come out? Um, I forget. Um, June? I, June or August. Or July or August. I, oh. think, I think maybe, I'm thinking. Or I think August is Gambit. James Asmus is doing so I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, there's oh Grifter came out also by Rob Liefeld. Um, so Frank Thierry did the the dialogue, mm-hmm. and I think it was Scott Clark who did the art. Mm-hmm. Um, Deathblow's in there. I didn't read that. I flipped through it um, on my iPad, and it, it looks good. I just I haven't read it, and I'm I don't know if I will. I like Grifter, but yeah, obviously, you know. Um, too much to read, Tony. Yeah, I'm trying to think what else there was. Um, Fatal. Oh yeah, you, uh, you. Which was great. Yeah, where is that issue? You still it's have in my it? bag. I'm sorry. Yeah, so I'll, you, you, I'll give it to you. And you have that. Um, yeah. Lobster Johnson. You Lobster loved. Johnson. You loved all those. I love. I, See, I, you, I, you give everything a five, Sarah. Jeez, <laughs> so easy. No, this week I I got lucky. I think I mm-hmm. I got to review. Four books that you love. Four books that I like a lot. Which is good. Yeah. And it's just, I, people have a problem with that. I don't, I don't know why. It's like, you know, when, when it comes down to is when we have, you know, only this amount of time. Um, and, and we'll say, so you, you only reviewed those books because you're preparing for the return of the news. So yeah. by the time that people are listening to this, the news is already up. So hopefully people, they've people checked it. people upset or something? Because yeah. I... Five star no, 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 no. It's just we, we get that all the time. Whenever, at least I see whenever I, I give like a five star, someone's mm-hmm. like, oh, here's another five star. Everything gets fives. But it's like, no, everything doesn't get a five. No, but, clearly. That uh, so <laughs> stroke didn't get a five. Yeah, but I'm, I just want, I'm just trying to point out that – so you only had time to review four comics because you're doing a new stuff. And I don't know. I don't – I didn't see the comments since after Thursday on yours. You know, but – so if you, you say, okay, I'm only going to review four comics, are you going to re- review four comics that you like or are you going to review four comics that you might like or that you know you're not going to like? I mean, that's what people need to understand that we're kind of selective. We we review what should be reviewed, what needs to be reviewed, like Avengers versus X-Men, regardless of what we think, like it or not, it, it should be reviewed because it, it's yeah. a big thing. It's like Justice League. Yeah. Has to. Batman. And, have to. And – you know, then there's other things like, you know, I reviewed Trio. Is that a huge book? No. I mean, it's IDW, I hate to, I hate to say. And it's John Byrne, which, you know, John Byrne's kind of off the radar. And, you know, it's, you it's, like it? I, I, you know, I, well, that's, I, I gave it a three. And I think because I was a bit harder. I mean, I love John Byrne stuff. And I, I'd love to see, I want this book, I'd love for the book to be successful. I want to see more superhero John Byrne stuff. 
But you know, there is some issues. Some of it seemed a little corny, but I think that was intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it was hard to get attached to the characters because they're new. So you know that could change in the second issue. But you know, we we try to balance. You know, Matt reviewed Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles reprint classics in color or something like that, which I think was like the first issue in color or something like that. And he loved it. So it's like, you know, we, we, we try to do books that should be reviewed and books that we want to do. And if we can only do X amount of books on Wednesday, cause we don't have time to review during the week, mm-hmm. then that's, so that's why most of our review or ratings tend to be higher because we're reviewing what we want to read first. Mm-hmm. So, um, as far as news, uh, we didn't cover news last week because James was here talking and talking and talking um, <laughs> with this flower, flowery dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously Avengers, we didn't talk about Avengers on the podcast, but we did that video with Norm. So we, we spoiled things. We pretty much said everything we thought, pretty much what we everything we thought. So people can check that out if they mm-hmm. want to know what we thought about the Avengers. And plus it had the return of Norm, who... Promises he will come on the podcast sometime, but he's Soon. he's got his other job. Yeah, you know, has at, to, that other you website. Know. So, um, Avengers is very successful. It's it's over seven hundred million dollars. This is as of Wednesday, right? Um, for the f- first thirteen days, I actually I looked it up today, and I think it was like seven hundred and fifty-seven million or something like that. Mm. So, so it slowed down a lot. It did slow down because people are like, it's going to pass a billion dollars, but and and that's like international because I think. It was only like, like two something in the U.S. and like five, whatever, and mm-hmm. elsewhere. So the the budget was two hundred twenty million. So it made its budget in the U.S. So obviously it's successful. Um, Bob Iger said Avengers two is in development. You know, no surprise. Um, wow! Like they make one movie and it it's it's like it's gonna pay for for uh, John Carter. No, the Marvel buyout. Well, that was it was a four. I think it was four billion. Three point seven mil, billion or something. Yeah. So so with one movie, they're they're close to like well, they, they getting got, like yeah. a third of the way. Yeah, and then there's also all the merchandising stuff, which is crazy. Like all the so, Le- Lego I so bought. So basically, like Marvel paid for itself. No, I mean it's 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 a great investment. I mean it, it seemed insane at the time, but with with all the potential characters and if they can get the rights back to the other stuff, but. You know, I don't think they're worried about that right now. No, I mean, they're still making money. You know, X-Men movies come out, they'll, they'll get their cut somewhere and they don't have to pay the budget. So I, I don't know what percentage they get or what the licensing fee is or whatever. Mm-hmm. But there's there's definitely, you know, a benefit to having someone else put down all the money and, you know, rake in the profit. They just need to hope that they do a great job and make as much money as possible. Because if they make a crap movie that, that's not profitable, then... You mean like Electra? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we'll we'll see what's going to happen. The only thing is, they're they're still saying that it may not be till like 2015. No, it, it won't be the sequel to Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. 2015. Because there's still something in 2014. They they because they have their their slots or whatever you know their schedule, and so we have Iron Man three next year. Early like May, I think, or April, May. Thor two will be in November two thousand thirteen. Captain America will be April fourth two thousand fourteen. And then there's something else in May, and that's that's the big question because you know people have have speculated it's like April's not the best time 
for like a big blockbuster movie because you know usually you want to go into May because that's like the beginning of summer in terms of the box office. So it's like what big movie could they have? Because they've talked about Guardians of the Galaxy, but that's not like I can't see that being totally huge. And you know then there's talk is it can be Ant Man, but that wouldn't be huge. So I I don't know. It, it's it's a, a mystery. Black Widow. Yeah, I mean, there there was a script. Was it David Hayter? Hayter, the guy that voiced um, Solid Snake. He he actually wrote like before he wrote a Black Widow script, and it just never got used. Um, I liked all that Metal Gear Solid talk. I, I guess I should <laughs> get, get, get into details about that. Yeah, but it, I mean, that's a nice thing. I I love Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, and that's like one of your favorite games. Isn't I it? loved, and, and so yeah, the, the discussion was about like two not being. I I like. Too. I mean, yeah, it had its problems, and mm-hmm. we shouldn't get into this. But there's a Metal Gear Solid comic. Um, <laughs> I'm just bummed because I never finished three, mm-hmm. and I haven't even played four. But because part of the problem is, oh, so not. Well, so so three was on PlayStation two. So I I was playing that. Then I got my PlayStation three, so then I didn't have my save. So I had to start the game over. Mm-hmm. But then my PlayStation three died, so now I'd have to start over again. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm not supposed to play that sucks i uh my brother likes metal gear i love it i wasn't into that oh, metal gear was, was such a great game yeah um and what was i gonna say oh um while we're talking about video games nice assassin's game? creed oh. 3 trailer what out. you didn't see that no sarah you suck you're not oh, a fan man. yes i am oh, what my have goodness. i been doing what, what have, have you been, been doing? doing uh what do you think tony I've been staring Jeez. at one screen. My neck hurts. I can't believe you. I don't missed, know how Vinny and Drew do it. I don't. I can't really believe don't. you missed the trailer. It's 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 gone now. You can't see it. They took it down. It was like exclusive. Like you only had like twenty four hours to watch it. Shut up. <laughs> I even tweeted it. Yeah. So thanks for looking. I wasn't at my tweets. on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I, I know how it is. So yeah, uh, trailer looks good. Already. Yep. Yep. Looks good. You have to check it out. It's on Giant Bomb and Gamespot. Right, I actually well. watched it on GameSpot first. And I was like, "Hmm, I'll tweet the Giant Bomb one." <laughs> <laughs> so I, I gave GameSpot a view and tweeted out Giant Bomb. That's because the GameSpot one came up first on my Twitter feed. So I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna watch this." It was very cool. Um, da, 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 let's see. This week we saw a preview for Invincible Iron Man 518, which has a new Iron Man. Who could it be? We don't know because Tony Stark is gonna quit. There's a lot, a lot. Matt Fraction is ending his run, which sucks. But so there's crazy things going on there. Um, oh, one thing from last week: there's talk maybe a Hulk movie in 2015, hey. based on the success of the Hulk. And one of the things they said that was was interesting is why he was so well received in Avengers because he wasn't he was he was an actual hero. He wasn't like the the you know protagonist. running away from the every, government. Yeah. So it was something a little different, which you know maybe that that's. The key, but I, it'd be hard to do a solo. I don't know if they could do a solo Hulk movie. I'd love to see a Hulk movie, but it'd be tricky to make that work. I thought it'd be tricky to make an Avengers movie, but they did it. Yeah. Well, I mean, Joss Whedon obviously should get a lot of the credit, and they had a great cast, and it just everything worked. Um, we also had last week the trailer for Dark Knight Rises, the third trailer. Yep. Um. Uh, speaking of Dark Knight, I'm sorry, I still can't believe I didn't watch the Assassin's Three, Assassin's Creed Three trailer. You're gonna lose your 
Assassin's Marbles? Creed fan license. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I always say that to my, my daughter when like I okay, here here's a here's a special fact or secret fact for I love artichokes. Like yeah. I cook artichokes and I get some like some a little bit of oil and some lemon salt and so then I just mix it in there and and my daughter really likes artichokes, which is great. But that also means I need to share my artichokes. Mm-hmm. So I always tell her sometimes, like, if she doesn't appreciate it, that she's going to lose her artichoke license. Oh, my gosh. She's not going to be able to. You're like. That's, that's, that's a treat. Artich- artichokes are, are expensive. It's like such a ripoff. And, and they, they're, have you, you, you've been to, to Monterey. Have you, have you driven down to Monterey? Like, from, uh, from here? Like, once. Okay, so when you drive down, there's, like, fields and fields of, of artichokes. artichokes and it's like and they're so crazy expensive my parents in in illinois they'll be like yeah I, I, we, we, I just got went to the grocery store i got 10 for a dollar it's like what are you, you you insane it's like you can barely get them i mean you you go to like the ma- major grocery stores it's like maybe it's like a dollar for one you yeah. go, to, go to trader joe's you can get a four pack for like 220 really yeah and and they're they're not i mean they're not the super large ones mm-hmm. they're what the grocery stores call large I think they're kind of small, but uh-huh. so anyways, you're gonna lose your Assassin's Creed license because <laughs> you don't see the trailer. Even I saw the trailer, Sarah. And I bet you James Robinson's seen it. And you don't even like Assassin's Creed. I like it. I just when do I have time to? to... Yeah. So, um, so speaking of Dark Knight, I don't like Assassin's Creed. What? I, I didn't like think it. you did. Um, Marion Cotillard. Says she's not Talia Al Ghul. Please. So we'll see. They make out in the trailer. Come on. She's because she's a she's a a please board of directors of Wayne Enterprises or something. Please, please. So I don't know about that. Uh, There's also amazing Spider-Man trailer. So that looks good. Mm -hmm. Um, And speaking of Spider-Man, amazing Spider-Man. So there is uh, some pre-order stuff for the game, which again, so I think the, the game. Looks looks good, looks better than than the other ones. I don't know. I mean, I didn't get to play it, but the the pre order. So if you pre order it at Amazon, you can get Stanley Stanley mini game, mm-hmm. and he had, he borrows Spider Man's powers, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and if you pre order at Game Stop, I always get Game Stop and Spot. I always have to like think. You get this um, Rhino Rampage game, which sounds cool. Yeah. Because you basically you can like destroy everything. Yeah. So that'd be kind of cool. Who doesn't want to do that? But I don't know. If, if I had to choose between the two, I think I'd have to go with Stan Lee. Yeah. I don't I know. Mean, even who even doesn't though, want an old grandpa swinging through New York City. For that that's the thing. I mean, it's just like Spider Man, but with Stan Lee, and you know, Rhino, you actually get to destroy. I mean, it, that's totally different. You know, it's a different mechanic or whatever, different yeah, game. Sure. But I don't know. Hmm. I'm I'm tempted to actually pre-order it, even though I shouldn't because. Pre-order which? Stan or Rhino? That's the question. But I actually pre-ordered a game. I shouldn't pre-order the game because by the time well, I get anywhere, it's going to be a greatest hits. You should game pre-order. Of the year. You should pre-order one for your PlayStation and one for your Xbox. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I can Why? pay and then you'll 100, 120 bucks. And then you'll get both versions. For two versions that I, I won't even play. Correct. I talked to... Activision, give me a, give me a copy, give me a review copy. You know, I have no time to play. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of video games, Batman: Arkham City, which I still have not finished. Um, so, the Harley Quinn's Revenge. What was the big complaint about this game of the year edition? 
And it's got all this stuff, all, all the downloadable content. It's got the Harley Quinn game, the final chapter. Why is everyone upset about that? No Harley. No, Harley's going to be in it. So you got the game. You played the game. What, yeah. do you, what do you think about the Game of the Year edition? Are you, I think it sounds pretty cool because you get everything that you paid so much money for. So are, are you interested in the Harley Quinn? No. Really? Yeah, because It's a final I, chapter. Yeah, but I already gave them so much of my money. So buying I'm saying, all this other yeah, stuff. But are you interested in the game? Not, not. I'm just saying. I guess, but I'm not going to like go out and buy the but, game. But you would, you would like to play it. it, right? Yeah, of course. So here's the things: you do not need to rebuy the game. Okay. Because uh, on May 29th, you can, if you already have the game, you can just get the Harley Quinn part. Oh, good. That's good. So that that's because they they so didn't how announce. Much is, are they charging for that? That's a bad thing. I mean, it's not that bad. Oh, cool. But but they didn't announce this before. Is it like fifteen dollars? No. It, well, on PlayStation Network, it's nine ninety nine. That's ridiculous. Because the game of the year is going to be what twenty to uh, thirty dollars, sure. depending yes. on where and, and what. Uh, for, More than that, game of the year. Yeah. You get the whole thing. It's going to be sixty bucks, no, isn't it's it? Not. They're just. It's like the greatest hits. Because I I got Arkham. When I finally bought Arkham Asylum, I paid twenty eight, which pissed me off because Amazon had it for like eighteen dollars, and then I didn't get it. And when I went back to Amazon, it was it was, it was, gone. It was up to twenty eight. So I can't remember if I got it on Amazon or at Target for, for twenty eight. Um, but it's like it's greatest hit, so they usually they're like twenty to thirty dollars. So I'm I'm assuming that's what I'm assuming that's what it's, it's going to go for. Uh, Xbox Live Marketplace, it's going to be eight hundred Microsoft points. That's, so whatever that translates into, I don't know the conversion ratio. I think that's nine ninety nine. I would I would think it'd be similar. I mean, it makes sense that they cost the same. So ten bucks for the game. Mm, I don't know how long, how many hours. I talked to Giant Bomb see if they they know anything about it. Huh. I don't think they do. I don't know. Um, they talked about it, just like I actually heard. I don't know if I should say anything because <laughs> I, I think. It's being shown somewhere nearby or something. They they could have seen it. I don't know if it's oh, at really? E three or maybe it's E three. Well, if it's at E three, it'd be kind of where hard. is E three? It's L A. L A. I don't know. Um, let's see what else we have. I wish I was going to E three. Oh. I've always wanted to go. Um, get a new job. Work for a video game site. <laughs> we have two of them in the building. Jeez. Um, speaking of video games. More video game stuff. Mm-hmm. Ubisoft, Ubisoft, who put out Assassin's Creed, right? Yep. They and Marvel Entertainment are putting out Avengers Battle for Earth. Yeah, this is strange. So it's coming out in the fall, so it's not movie-related, which is good. check good. it out, because Ubi is right like, down the street from us. Yeah. Um, so it's coming out in the fall. So it, I'm surprised that they didn't do a movie tie-in game. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of shocked, but it's well, good. Well, I think that they wanted to, and then they couldn't. Because it, they didn't have money. It's good that they didn't because usually movie tie-in games are no good. Even though right. Amazing Spider-Man looks like it could be... Pretty good. Pretty good. The thing with this Avengers Battle for... So it's going to be based on Secret Invasion. Oh, no. That sounds cool. Secret Invasion. Yeah, it's cool, but... That's not even the but. Mm-hmm. The but is it's going to be for Connect and Wii U. Wait, excuse me? Um, so it's it, the Avengers game is going to be for Connect and Wii. 
Wii U. Mm. That sucks. So For I can't. Me, I can't even. I have neither one of those. Well, you should have one. I, I'm just no. What I think sucks is I'm trying to imagine how could you do Avengers game on Connect because that's gonna limit. Because like I, I think I think it's it's kind of unanimous. Like the Star Wars Connect, not so good. wasn't well received. Mm-hmm. People didn't really like it. Right. So I don't know how the game is going to be. Mm-hmm. And that that's unfortunate. I mean, it, it's going to be weird because I think the the press was it'll be like over twenty characters and this and that and that. But it's like I don't know. Hmm. So it's, it's going to be very interesting. Uh, let's see, Kickass Kickass Two mm-hmm. is moving forward. The movie. Cool. So Matthew Vaughn's going to produce, not direct. Uh, he's not going to direct. He picked Jeff Wadlow, who did um, Never Back Down. I don't know what that is. He's going to direct it. Um, it's going to adapt Kickass Two. And the Hit Girl spinoff series, which is in stores next month. As far as Hit Girl, the series, it accidentally got left off previews. So if you are interested in getting Hit Girl, you better tell your comic shop, hey, I want that on my pull list, or hopefully they're going to order it. Enough. Because it, was, it wasn't on order form, so I don't know if it's something else went out later. So hopefully it'll be enough for everyone that, that wants it. Um, but what's weird is the Hit Girl spinoff is going to be the first act of the movie. So I don't know if the spinoff, it doesn't make I mean, I would assume the spinoff is going to take place after Kick-Ass 2 to comic. Because in Kick-Ass 2, Mindy, Hit Girl, she's living with her new adoptive parents. Because since her dad was killed, spoiler, mm-hmm. <laughs> Kick-Ass 1. And so she wasn't doing any Hit Girl stuff, really. So I don't know. So, um, And I guess they're, they're looking at September to start filming. And Chloe Moretz, whatever. Chloe Moretz, yeah. She's gonna. Refer- she's she's getting older. Yeah, kids get old pretty fast. Because she's a girl too. Girls get older fast. Girls do age more more yeah. quickly. Yeah, because I mean she was looking older in, in Hugo, and she's not a little girl anymore. No. So it's gonna be interesting. But I mean, that's what I think could could be kind of interesting to see is like. So here we had. I don't even remember how old she was supposed to be in in the first Kick Ass. But then it's like. What if like years go by? So now, now she's like sixteen or something like that. So it's like, is she still, you know, being hit girl? She still has what it takes. It'll it'll be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that is all the news. There wasn't a lot of news this week, unless no. you can think of anything that I left off. Let me see. What did you miss? Um, no, it's about everything, I guess. Uh, we got a lot of questions. We had a lot of questions from last week that we didn't get to. Yeek. Um, so I'll just breeze through some of these. Um, DJ Otaku brought up about this, when we were talking about the Spider-Man trades, how they weren't numbered. And I mean, I, we, we, I think we all know this, but he says, perhaps you haven't noticed, but for 99% of all the trades I've bought, I haven't noticed his trades because I don't see his trades. Yeah, but the back of the book tells you which issue numbers are included. So right. yeah, you can see that. Yeah. But still, you got to sit there. Then you got to figure out, okay, I, I have what would essentially be tra- volume three, and this is volume six. And I got to figure out, okay, how, what numbers do I have? And even so, they don't release them necessarily in, in order because, no. you know, they'll take the story arcs. Right. Um, anyway, I don't mean to, that to come as across as rude. It's just that the info is all right there, either in the book or right here on this awesome site. And yeah. So, but it's, it's still, I think it'd be easier, but I, I, I also see why they don't want to say amazing Spider-Man volume seven. Cause then someone's like, well, I can't buy this cause I haven't bought the other ones. So. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And 
Yeah. BOP fan number three. Hey. Says, what plot threads left dangling would you like to see DC pick up the new 52? For example, a few months before the relaunch, DC hinted at Red Robin becoming the leader of the Outsiders, which seemed like the obvious next step in Tim's character arc. Sadly, the relaunch happened, and not only has the storyline been discarded, but there isn't even an Outsiders team. Yeah, I don't see the current Red Robin being with the Outsiders, especially since he's with Teen Titans. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, Cassandra Cain, anything with that. Yeah. Although, she's supposed to be coming back in Batman Inc. Who cares, dude? I'm not even interested in Batman Inc. Good. <laughs> then that means I will review it. Cool. Just in time for my birthday. I, uh, I'm, you know, I have to say, we, yeah. we talked a little bit about Grant Morrison. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping. What the heck is going on with that? Because Action brain. Comics, there's been some, some cool things in Action Comics, but then some not so cool. So it's just like. Grant? What's going you know, on? Well, I don't understand. Uh, I don't understand where, like, like Batman Inc. fits in with everything else that's going on in, in the DC. Yeah, they've mentioned it a that's couple times. There, there was a couple times it was mentioned. Obviously, Batwing is there, but I, I remember seeing Batman Inc. referenced, but it's just not as much as it was before. So it's a dumb idea. I yeah. know you probably don't think so. No, I mean, there, there, I think, no, I do think it's it's kind of stupid in, in a lot of ways, but there, there's some benefits. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. I, I mean, Batman's cool because he, he like, lurks in the shadows, you know. He, he has all these gadgets and stuff, but it's not in your face. And there's no, he's not Tony Stark. But the way he's, he's seeing it, thing. he's trying to, to guide these heroes in other countries, know, which... Just, that that's kind of what he does. Like you know, he butts in a lot. Where he's like, you 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 can't be a hero. You need to do this right. And yeah, he's overstepping his bounds. Like the one annual where he goes to Paris. He's like, yeah, we're gonna have you know one of our operative people, whatever, start being yeah, that a hero. That's ridiculous. So I don't know. So I I guess we just have to see. Anyway, I'm I'm sorry. I'm just not and, and I'm I'm also curious. So it's like, where's Stephanie Brown? That that's a great question. Because that was the that was my problem with the, the Leviathan one shot. But at least, like, she's coming back, you know? Is she? At Stephanie least you Brown? I know she's coming back. I don't know if Stephanie Brown's coming back. I'm pretty sure. I've heard nothing about that. Supposedly, I don't know. I mean, supposedly, Cassandra Cain is, I think, I think um, Dan DiDio uh, said it at a, at a, actually, I think him and Grant mentioned that she was going to be in Batman Inc. Pretty sure spoilers coming back. I don't know. I mean, it's, I, I don't know. It's, it's all crazy. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Um, I'm going to read it. Mm-hmm. Um, Postman. Hey guys, last week, two, so two weeks ago, you mentioned Adriana Mello's art and Catwoman and made me think of other Brazilian artists and how they seem to really like drawing cheesecake. Ed Benz, Benz, Ed Benz. is a clear example. Also Eddie Barrows, Joe Bennett, Paulo Secura, and the late Al Rio. Um, Mello herself and to a lesser extent, Ivan Rice. Would you say that Brazilian comic artists are prone to draw cheesecake? If so, why do you think they like to draw like this? Um, I don't think that's necessary because Daniel HDR is Brazilian and he's he's done some uh, Stormwatch and he did a, he did a digital like Shield Avengers prequel thing. I think uh, like as a rule, broad generalizations like that probably not. I mean, it, it could just be it, yeah, I mean, yeah. the, the reason the generalization probably made is it's not like there's an army of Brazilian artists. So if you have 
10 Brazilian artists mm -hmm. and seven of them happen to draw like this, mm -hmm. it's easy to make that generalization, even though it may not be true. I mean, yeah. there's plenty of artists that do cheesecake stuff. Yeah. J. Scott Campbell. He's not Brazilian. I don't, I don't think he's Brazilian. Um, I don't know, dude. Maybe, maybe it's the culture, man. It's being in all the, the topless beaches. Yeah, dude. Topless <laughs> beaches, you know, <coughs> carnival. Yeah. Um, P.S. Part of the culture. G-Man, out of curiosity, how tall are you? Hmm. So, 5'8". Cool. Don't know why you want to know that. Um, let's see. P-Foz, P-F-O-Z. Do you think DC Comics, Warner Brothers are thinking about making more movies that share the same universe now that Avengers is out? So I kind of talked about this like after Avengers. Yeah. I don't think, I don't know if they are. They should. <laughs> they but, won't. But Not for a while. We'll see. Because... I mean, maybe with Superman, they can, you know, start over and set it up, but I don't know. I, okay. I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the trailer for The Dark Knight Rises is like the finale, like the conclusion mm -hmm. to the trilogy. I am convinced that uh, What's-His-Face is Dick Grayson. I don't know. Joseph Gordon I, I've heard that before. I don't, I don't, I don't. I am convinced. I'm not think it would be a smart move. I don't know. I mean, Nolan's always said he didn't want Robin, which doesn't mean he has to be Robin. Right. But his name is John Blake, and he's a, a police officer. Yeah, Dick Grayson was a police officer. But he's not going to have the circus background. It's not like you know his parents were killed when he was a kid, and then Bruce comes and rescues him. Mm -hmm. So I, I, don't, I don't know. But who knows? So we'll see. Um, question two what are your thoughts about comic creators using Kickstarter to fund their creator owned projects I think it's great um, Brian Bucciolato is currently I think there's like maybe eight days left on his his foster anthology mm -hmm. um, Jimmy Palmiotti Justin Gray they do it I mean making comics for your own it's, it's not cheap and they, they need you know if they don't have the major even when they go to someone like Image they need to come up with money because someone has to have the money yeah and it's like twenty thousand dollars or something crazy. Yeah, it's, Jimmy mentioned it on a live show, so not it's a everyone. Labor heard of it. love, guys. Yeah, so I mean, if you if you want to see it, you gotta. There's not always a profit help. in in publishing. Yeah, your own comic, and and sometimes with the Kickstarters, you you get like if if you give thirty dollars or twenty dollars, like you'll get the, the the book itself. So you, you'll get a trade like with um, Joey Esposito's footprints. I, I contribute money to that. So I got digital copies and I think I, he sent hard copies, too. So it's like basically I'm pre-ordering the comic. Same thing with, with, with Brian Bucciolato. I, I paid for that. So when it comes out, I'm going to get it I'm, and I'm helping him get it. So, yeah. And, and Brian did some other crazy things like you invest so much. He would put your face on a shirt and wear it at Comic-Con. <laughs> and I, I saw last night someone actually I forgot how much it was someone paid for that so any interview and stuff that he does he'll have someone's face um, question three Scott Snyder once mentioned on your podcast I think that there are some things about the Court of Owls planted in his detective comics run and Gates of Gotham have any of you looked for some threads or hints that were planted there I mean there's the um I'm trying to think. I, I think the the house when he was a kid, when he went up there and was trapped there, mm -hmm. that flashback, I think that house was mentioned before. There is some, um, I remember just one panel, there was an owl scene. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there there are stuff. 
um, Gates of Gotham. I mean, that's dealing with with the history. You know, Alan Wayne. We saw him there, and we saw his final days. And so, yeah, there there's stuff there. So it's, you just you got to look. I mean, it, that's like a fun task to, to try to, to find everything. Um, Thanos Rules also said, uh, "Why was there no free comic book day advertisement before or after the Avengers movie? How hard would that have been?" And Good point. I'm going to say um, it's hard because who's going to pay for that? You know, comic shops, they're not going to, you know, they could advertise with a the theater, but, you know, it's just, it would, it, I don't know. For so whatever reason, there, there's, there's no major connection. It's, it's ridiculous. And Marvel could have said, let's try to pump this up, get people to go to comic stores, but they didn't. At least with Green Lantern for the faults the movie had at the very end, because there is no after the scenes after the credit scene, they had a little ad. It's like, here's, you know, secret origin and for whatever, you know, they had a, like an, an, a mini ad for two green lantern trades or something like that. Mm-hmm. So at least they made that connection. But, but the other thing is you can't attach an, an advertisement for free comic book day on the movie, which is only one day. And then, you know, then it's the ads irrelevant. So it just wouldn't have worked. Mm-hmm. But what comic store should have done is try to do some tie, with the theater because when I worked at a movie theater in my youth, I um, talked to a comic store. I was like, Hey, there's this aliens movie coming out and there's an aliens comic. Why don't we try to do some cross promotion? So we put like a movie theater poster. Oh, you were training for comic vine back then. Yeah. So <laughs> a, a movie poster was put in the comic shop. It was like, Hey, go see it at this place. And then you know, we put a little sign at you know, next to the posters like, Hey, go buy the comics at this place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but cool. not everyone thinks like you. No, not people that go to movies aren't necessarily interested in comics. Some That's people true. might, but you know, not everyone. Not everyone likes to read. Not, only in a perfect world. Yeah, but I mean, it makes sense, and and that's something that individual comic stores could try to do is try to you know work something out with their local theater and try to do some some easy you know cross promoting. Mm-hmm. Um, Kenny Clark. Um, has some questions. <clears throat> Do you recommend Defenders? I haven't been reading Defenders. I've been buying it. I should, you know, catch up on that. So it's it's Matt Fraction. Um, there's something uh, that I've read the first two issues, and the story didn't quite grab me. You know, so Doctor Strange is in there. He's cool. You know, you got um, she Red She Hulk. Um, I just I don't I don't know. I mean, I should. I think it came out last week. I'm trying to think when the last issue was. I should probably pick that up. What's a good book with Nova? When Nova is, the original Nova is supposedly dead. The Nova that appeared in Avengers versus X-Men and who is in the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon is a different Nova. So I'm curious if we'll see more of him soon Mm -hmm. in Avengers after he crashed to Earth to warn about the Phoenix Force. Me too. Um, As far as what's a good book, I mean, New Warriors was great. The original run. Um, I think there might actually be a, a Nova, Essential Nova, those like phone book black and white comics. So you can get like a bunch of issues for you know cheap, they're, but they're in black and white. Um, and then like Annihilation stuff, Nova was a part of that. So look for those. Um, are we going to Morrison Con? No, I'm not. Nope. Um, it's like, what was it, like $800 or something like that? And that's not even including flying. Flying. So I, I'd, I'd like to go. I'm curious. I don't know if that's like a press coverage like thing. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. Because, um, you know, I, I talked to, to Ron and, and um, James, um, James Syme from Isotope, who are, are coordinating this. Because tickets went on sale last Wednesday, so they were both at, at the comic shop. And it, it I don't know. I mean, I, I'm really curious. I, I, I would like to go, but I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I don't know if I'd want to go. I just, I don't know. There's something about uh, conventions that I like. The atmosphere is nice. This just seems a little bit. Because um, I mean, nine creators. Uh, I don't yeah, know so. if I'd want to spend a whole weekend with nine creators. Yeah. Hear that, creators? Sarah doesn't want to hang out with you. Mm, I don't know. I mean, you don't think that the idea of like going to Vegas and hanging out with like nine guys that write comics isn't a little bit. I'd say I I don't even know what how many people are going to be there. I don't know what the numbers. I don't know if they've released that. Because I not. like the cosplayers and I like Artist Alley and I like you can seeing still cosplay the go. No, no, you could. I like not seeing you. cosplayers, Tony. Well, there, I don't like and that's what I'm saying. One. No, I'm, well, I'm saying other people could. I'm, that's that's I, I didn't, fine. I didn't mean you. That's but I'm fine. Saying, so there could be cosplayers okay. there. Like what are you? What are we going to do? Like hang out in Grant Morrison's hotel room at there the Hard Rock? There could be Flex Mantello cosplayers. That's. I don't know. It's not my thing. I don't think. Um, I don't know. Um, but yeah. I like that they're giving you know people the opportunity to really get personal with these guys. I think that the creators themselves are sort of taking a risk too. Like, how do they know that one of their fans that doesn't buy that eight hundred dollar ticket isn't crazy? Well, they're not going to say, "Oh, by the way, this person's." They may not even be staying at the same hotel. Um, I mean, it makes sense, but I don't. I mean, if it's Morrison Con, then it's going to be like. It's at, they I think it's at the Hard like, Rock. Like, like uh, close and intimate. Well, that's during the, the convention itself, but I mean, it's just like right, when. But isn't it like limited number of people too? Yeah, I don't know how many, but I mean, so let's say you get like a, a big ballroom, so you got nine tables set up or one big table for the nine creators, and you know, I don't know if they're doing like panels or talks or you know, on the, the first day, but it's not like I don't know. And and when um, Grant put out his Super Gods book at Isotope and he had the signing, you know, he he was th- you can go right up to him and talk to him. And I mean, he's you know he he's a super nice guy. And there's people just you know he had his back to the room, which and you know how I feel about about that. So he no one tried doing anything crazy to him. So I don't know. I'm um, getting through some more of these questions. Jay Avenger should Johnny Depp play Doctor Strange because he does weird characters well. I don't know. I don't really think Doctor Strange is that weird. And I still say people need to read Brian K. Vaughn's The Oath. Doctor Strange The Oath. Great miniseries. I don't think Doctor Strange is that strange either. He's, he, he can be, but he's not always strange. So I, I don't know. And I'm, I'm not sure about Johnny Depp as him. I, I think Johnny Depp would be too quirky for Doctor Strange. Yeah, you're probably right. Because uh, he can be serious. Yeah. Yeah, Johnny Depp's a great actor. I mean, I'm not, not saying that. I mean, He's very versatile. And he, or he used to be versatile. He, and then, yeah, he, and then he played Jack Sparrow, and I feel like he's stuck in character. Um, John Robena, do you think there will be any ramifications from the outcome of Damien's battle with that Talon, or will Bruce let it slide? Um, not to spoil anything, but I don't think Bruce is. I mean, considering what Damien did to nobody in the, the previous arc, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think. There's going to be any issue, and it's, it's it's like a war. You know, they the the court declared war on them, so you got to do what you got to do. 
Stephen Tucker says, what is the most underrated book right now from a major publisher, Marvel and DC? I would say um, Batman is underrated. Underrated, really? <laughs> um, some people said it's the most overrated book. I um, don't agree. I don't agree. Um, underrated book? Uh, I don't know. What do you think? I think American Vampire is underrated. Not to <laughs> well, just get on to Scott American Snyder. American Vampire is... Yeah. I mean, it, it's great. I mean, everyone loves Batman, but they don't, you know, I don't think they, they realize that, yeah, it's a vampire book. I like, know, I, I, think I, a, I vampires a lot also of the underrated. Dark Horse books are underrated. Yeah. Yeah. All of those, like BPRD, Lobster Johnson. Yeah. BPRD books are underrated. I really like those. Hmm. Um, underrated. But I'd say, like, I Vampire is underrated. Yeah. The Josh Bielkov. Because, again, it's yeah. vampires. Yeah. So, and it, it's a dark stuff. So. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Stephen Tucker says he really likes Resurrection Man, which I unfortunately stopped reading that, so maybe I should look that up. Junkie Penguin, do you think this is this would probably be a question for Sarah? Mm-hmm. Do you think Broodling would be a good sidekick for Beast? That would be so cute. Would that be an interesting team up comic yes, to read? Yes, I would love to read that so much. So maybe tell Jason the Aaron, fuzzy and the scaly. Tell Jason hanging Aaron, out. Do it. Playing together. SJ Esposito 7. You guys have expressed your desire to see certain Bat Family characters that you have that have not shown up mm-hmm. as of yet, such as Stephanie Brown and Cassandra Kane. Yes. Do you think the new 52 Bat Family is lacking the cohesion that we've seen prior to Flashpoint? I'd say yes. in some ways, but at least in Batman number one, we saw Dick and Tim and Damien and Bruce all together for the, the big gala. Thing. But wasn't that the only time? Yeah, because they're all busy. Mm-hmm. I want to see, I, I, and I've told Scott Labdell that I, I, it's, where's Batman while Tim is doing all this stuff? Admittedly, Night of the Owls <laughs> is striving to pull the various members together, but do you think we'll see a large Bat family month to month in the new 52 in the near future? I is don't that think something so. you'd want to see? I don't well, think we'll see it, but I wouldn't mind seeing it. Batman Inc. might. I mean, I, it, it, I, I guess it depends on, I don't, I'm not sure what, what Grant's doing. I've, I don't know if he's talked about it at all in interviews or anything, because I think he talked a little bit at a panel before, but I've been kind of avoiding. Like, I, I don't even know what the solicit for Batman Inc. number one is, because I don't want to know. know. I just want to read it and... And not be surprised. Yeah. I mean, because I, I did like... Be surprised. I did like okay. some of the, the like, the um, Red Wing and um, Mana Bats, that one, two, yeah. two issues. I mean, that was great. So I, I'm, I am excited for Batman Inc., and I'm, I'm afraid, I hope, that I, I don't get let down. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like my expectations are getting higher and higher. So we'll see. Um, Vagrant Saint, do you think Batwing will ever get on Batman's case for using the Robins as child soldiers? That is a, an excellent point. Mm-hmm. That is an excellent point. I, you know. There's, that's two. There you go. I hope you wrote the other one down. No, I didn't. Nope, what the heck too was late. it? You're going to have to listen to the whole podcast again. Oh, man. Um. So yeah, that's a good, we'll have to. That is a really good point. Yeah, that's a really good mm-hmm. point. Vagrant Saint also asks, "I'm a big fan." We can't answer this question. I'm a big fan of James Robinson's Golden Age. Mm. I have the paperback trade. Any chance will it will ever be a special hardcover? I don't I even think knew. I don't think James would know that question. Because, I don't even think that it's in print right now. Yeah, so maybe um, I would say depending on how Earth Two does. Uh-huh. I mean, I think the first issue did well. Um, if that was a success, people might want to say, "Hey." Let's bring this back because yeah. it's golden age and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Hey, so. I, I want to clear something up. 
you know the times like when James comes on and he he tells me things like my breath smells like canker and <laughs> things like that. He's not serious. Um, Sarah. What? Okay. Really? <laughs> you're way over there. I don't know what your breath smells like. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, because I saw a comment on on the podcast thread. Well, they 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 comment about him being upset about the rating. See, I don't think he was really. No, upset. he was joking he about was that. Just joking and and. I mean, I'm not going to change my rating for James, even though, you know, he's friends with Comic Vine and, and you know, we have a great rapport. I'm going to be honest with him. Just like, mm-hmm. Tony, you would be completely honest with Scott Snyder. And yeah. you guys talk all the time. Um, you know, if you don't like something, I be yeah, like, no. Like, I reviewed American Vampire and, 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 and Severed. There's issues where I I, <gasps> I gave it a four. <laughs> I mean, it, and, right. and like even Swamp Thing, you know, yeah. And I... I always told them i've told scott labdell like straight out mm-hmm. um like after reading um red hood and i i don't remember if i reviewed red hood and outlaws number one mm-hmm. but i i told him like i'm a little concerned about starfire stuff and you know i you gotta be honest with them because they respect that like josh williamson i gotta say i'm not the biggest fan of what he's done with voodoo and he knows that he does know yeah. that and you I've guys been really talked about it about at it. image expo but you know we can still talk to each other and like have great conversation he but then, might resent me a little bit but, but then there are some who may not be able to handle it huh? never mind okay I'll tell you later okay. you probably know who i'm talking about i don't um yeah so uh, we don't know about a hardcover we can ask him next time yeah and he probably totally. does know. it's because that's a dc marketing thing and so <laughs> who knows Sweetest Toaster wants to know, how much does continuity affect... I like how Sweetest Toaster asks a question every week. Yeah. And I always remember this person's name because it's cute. Mm-hmm. How much does continuity affect your reading experience? For me, a story is a story, but for others, it's a big deal. Thoughts? I sometimes, think it depends. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I get hung up on little things, but then yeah. I, I tell myself, okay, just whatever, let it go. Because there are lots of things in the new 52. Like... Going back to that Batman Inc. Leviathan one shot, which was like the last two issues that were delayed or whatever. Sure. There was I my big problem with that was because that was supposed to happen before Flashpoint, and here this one shot is coming out well into the New Fifty Two, and mm-hmm. it just doesn't make sense because you got Stephanie Brown. She's was Batgirl. Was she Batgirl or spoiler? I think, I think she was Batgirl. She was Batgirl. Yeah, that was the weird thing because she was Batgirl, and then Cameron Stewart was told to change her to spoiler and then they said change her back to Batgirl because yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. did that animated gif where you can see like so that kind of bothered me because the continuity was just Gosh, that's mess- gotta be so irritating yeah no, hopefully, hopefully they, they pay pay more I know um someone else with one of the, the books was like wrote the script and they were told to change things and then they were it got changed back or something like that too so it'd be like you're paying me for two scripts mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how that works um, yeah, so sometimes it's a problem, but sometimes you just say, okay, I just, I have to let it go. I mean, and they're like in Avengers versus X-Men, I'm, I'm trying to let, like the versus number one, there is, there's continuity problems with the Namor thing battle that didn't fit with the battle, the way we've seen the couple panels in Avengers versus X-Men number two. But I guess you just, you got to pick and choose your battle. I mean, yeah, if, you if, if, roll with the punches if it's a good story and good art, then you maybe just say, as long as it's not like a huge you know, problem. Yeah. The Pepin asks, Hey guys, now that you have partnered with the folks at CBS interactive, will there be an official CV mobile app in the works? There already is one. If you're a subscriber, you get the mobile, um, version. I don't know. I honestly don't know. There could be other stuff going on. We don't know because we don't always know things going on, 
But I mean, that we do have a mobile site because I, I know GameSpot just finally got a mobile site. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if we would have like a different mobile site because we do have a mobile site for the subscribers. That's like one of the, the benefits of being a subscriber. So I, I, I don't know if there's other things. Um, someone else asked, I think it might have been a video question. They asked about that if it would be more. There, there is a, maybe it was the app. There is a Comic Vine app. We did not make that. There's one that's called My Vine. Remember, we were in that meeting and it oh, was yeah, brought that's up. Right. That's not made. It, that's basically just takes the RSS um, feed. So all the news articles. But we did not make that. Someone used our stuff, our API, which we allow people to do that. And they created that app. So that is not, not us. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if there's anything else happening. Hydronis says, have you played the Walking Dead game? If you have, what do you think? I have not played. I was told I would get a code from Telltale and never got it. So maybe I should just get it. But again, it's the thing. I don't have time. I yeah, we really don't. I mean, it took me a few days to make Lego and it sh- longer than it should have because I didn't have a lot of time to dedicate to it. Um, eight quid says, has a comic or graphic novel ever made you cry? What are some good comic tear jerkers? I always bring up, I, I always forget the issue. Um, it's amazing. Spider-Man It's a kid who collects Spider-Man. That was a tear jerker story. They adapted that story in the nineties cartoons. People may be familiar with it. Um, I read something the other day, which I can't say what it is. That was mm-hmm. a little, little teary. Yeah. Um, have you ever been, been teared? Yes. You want anything you want to talk about? No. Oh, we know the one, the Starfire. Yeah. The I mean, we talked about it last week. Yeah. Um, there's also something that upset you a little in this week's Batman. Yeah. Which we won't say what, but if you read it, you, you might know. Mm-hmm. Um, Burgess Samuel. Says, do you think, unless you already know, Damien Wayne is, exists in Earth 2? We don't know. We never mm-hmm. asked James. I'm going to say Damien Wayne doesn't exist. Because mm-hmm. if Batman was married to Catwoman and had Helena, I don't know if there's ever any. I don't even know if Talia exists. I mean, maybe she does. I don't know if there's ever any hanky-panky between them. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last question. Oh, no, 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 no. I take it back. I got couple some questions from the forums i forgot i so i created a, a thread so if if you ever have questions i usually take them on twitter on friday mornings mm-hmm. some people send me pms which um if you sent me a pm this week i'm sorry because i did not check my pms this week uh, for any podcast questions some people send emails um so basically you got options where you can send them so i there is a thread in the podcast forums you can put them there so Foxfire says, in regard to my previous questions about your status in Batman Arkham City, I didn't want to ask about the Harley Quinn issue. I want to ask your opinion on the design of Talia El Ghul, Catwoman, Poison Ivy, Harley, and even Talia's guard had really interesting designs with lots of personality. Something about Talia seemed to lack the same level of detail, and her face seemed really expressionless. It was the same with Vicky Vale. Yeah, Vicky Vale was weird at the beginning. Yeah. Um, I would recommend to you all to try and get as many of the Riddler trophies as you can. They unlock patient interviews and Dr. Strange's conversations with Catwoman are pretty good. Though I guess you might be able to also find those on YouTube. Okay, so not really a question, but comment. A comment. So thanks. Thank you. Those are, yeah. I just need to take time off and just play and not do Thank anything. You, Christopher. Um, Revamp says, I was going to suggest this, but was feeling lazy. Mm-hmm. I have to say it's a really 
Oh, about doing a podcast, uh, this forum thread, I think. I have to say it's a really good option, and it's going over well with Ask and You Shall Receive, as well as the last week's podcast. So not a questionnaire either, but likes the idea of having a pin thread. Even though there's only two people that asked today, and I, I, I think I put this out on Twitter, but it's there. So people know now you can ask on the forums if you have questions. Oh, and then there's one other one. Um, Burgess Samuel does a review for... Does a review on Comic Vine for Deathstroke have the most comments for a review ever? Huh. So there is 85 comments, and you can read those if you want. Um, and the answer is no. That's not the most. Um, the Avengers movie, which is not a comic book review, but it's a comic book movie. When I checked this morning, it had 177 comments. Mm-hmm. But Avengers versus X-Men number one had 87 comments. So it had two more than Deathstroke, unless more people have commented on Deathstroke since then. So... That is it. Those are all the questions. That's all the time we have for this week's episode. Wow. That was great. Yeah. So, so, yeah. that's it. That's it. That's all we got today. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Uh, come back next, or over the weekend, we've got, um, what do we have going up? Art and um, toy toys. Toy yeah. Yep. And I've and, kind of teased about the toys. It's something Lego. Yeah. But I haven't say what. Tuesday, we're going to make a special mm, trip. Yeah, we shouldn't say where. Um, we, we could, but let's not. Nope, I wasn't going to. And what else? Shade comes out next week, so maybe James? I don't know. I don't know. Jade and DC Universe Presents. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Um, news video's back. That's right. So we had a little hiccup, but it's back. It's back. So watch and tell your friends. Yeah, please. Watch it on Mother's Day. Say, hey, Mom, watch this video and become educated by Sarah Lima. That's exactly. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. And um, be sure to send any questions to which? That form thread? Every, anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah. Just send us questions, even in the in the mail. Yeah. Send us letters. Yeah. I I mean, every every time that UPS guy comes by and doesn't drop anything And that's not UPS. Desk, that's our, the mail guy. He works here. Our mail guy never yeah. gives me any mail. Yeah. So, so send mail. 235 2nd Street, send San Francisco, mail. California. I feel lonely. 94105. I'm tired of Brad getting all the mail. Okay. All, all right. right. That's it. Bye, guys. Bye.